Hey, dirties. What's going on? It's, uh, I was playing with the machines again. You caught me. Um, welcome to another episode of the podcast. This episode is brought to you by Spotify for podcasters. That's right. We've talked about this. They used to be anchor.fm. And then they switched it up because I think Spotify wanted to make sure their name was on everything. (laughs) Spotify for podcasters. They have powerful tools for beginners, pros, and everything in between. All in one spot, and it's all completely free. Completely free. That's right. You don't got to pay a dime to do a podcast. They upload it to all the podcast streaming services, including Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, um, wherever it is you're listening to podcasts, they're doing their shit, and it's uh, and it's pretty damn easy. Thus, the reason why I'm even able to do a podcast. Uh, you can have fan interaction and engagements. You can get analytics. They even have uh, video episodes that you can do. It's wild, wacky, crazy stuff going on over there. Um, And you can make money. You can actually get an income from your podcast, be it uh, from uh, ad revenue or fan donation. None of which happen here at the SPP. Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. Uh, get started today. Go to podcasters.spotify.com. This is formerly anchor.fm. If you go to anchor.fm, it will directly link you to podcasters.spotify.com. All right. Uh, we are also brought to you by The Music Depot. Shout out to my man Pete, The Music Depot. In Hayward, California, your one-stop shop for all things music. Schecter guitars, Ibanez guitars, uh, basses, uh, Shure microphones, orange amps, all your... uh, They got band instruments, you know, saxophones and trumpets and shit. And um, they even got drum lessons and guitar lessons and vocal lessons and lessons for lessons. And uh, all kinds of music stuff. They even got ukuleles. I have to talk to my man Pete about that. If you're ever in downtown Hayward, go to 944 B Street and um, tell him I sent him sent, sent him your way. Tell him I said go there, and uh, you can start uh, getting music stuff from my man Pete down there. I got some dates. I got a few dates. Um. I got uh, coming up uh, next week. Is that next week? I guess it's next week. Uh, July 6th, the Boyles Bistro Blowout. Downtown Hayward, just up the street. In fact, the Music Depot sponsors the Boyles Bistro Blowout. Uh, We got headlining this uh, month, uh, Ellis Rodriguez. We also got Charlie Spink and a handful of other characters. Should be a good show. Come on down. Free comedy in downtown Hayward first every first Thursday. Um, my show that I was I was supposed to do a show at Tommy T's on July 11th. I had to bail out of that show. I have to go out of 
town. We'll talk about that later. Um, they'll get me on something later on. Um, what else we got? Uh, la, 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 la. July 21st. Music, rock and rolls. Uh, Zed playing Bottom of the Hill with the, the Devil in California for their uh, album release show. August 3rd, uh, the next, that will be the August uh, Boyle's Bistro Blowout with John Gab headlining. I just booked August 17th at Winter's Tavern in Pacifica. Hazards will be playing probably for the first time, unless something comes up beforehand. Uh, the new and improved Hazards will be playing live on KZSU Stanford Radio on September 13th and September 30th. Zed will be performing at the SoCal Heavy Jam uh, in San Diego, California at the Full Circle Saloon. That's what we got going on. And as always, music heard here on the SBP. I do not have the rights to music that you hear on the podcast. Besides these little fun little things that play underneath the ad... I do not own the rights to music heard here on the Sean Boyles podcast. Don't come after me with no bullshit. I don't trade. I don't got the trademark. I don't got the copyright. Not that, 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 that. Don't sue me. Let's do a podcast. It's the Sean Boyles podcast. Music, comedy, drums, life. Holy shit on a shingle. What's up there, dirties? It's your dude. It's me. It's Sean Boyles. Welcome to episode 197. How are you? It's a, uh, it's a chill Tuesday. Bay Area. We are in the... Reaching the end of what we call the June gloom. Still, everyone bitching about the weather. It's 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 phenomenal to me how uh, how much people are complaining about having uh, weather in the mid sixties in the Bay Area when it's supposed to be it's supposed to be summer already. It's summertime. Um, and I keep reminding people, hey, hey, this is this is Bay Area summer twenty years ago. This is normal. This is how it's supposed to be. Cloudy till the 4th of July. <laughs> and I'm all right with it. Um, I'm finally feeling better. I was balls ass sick last week. I uh, was catching something when I did started when I did the podcast last week. Just felt like dog meat the rest of the week. Got really bad Thursday and Friday. In fact, I stayed home from work. Um, cause I was feeling so, so, so shitty and I don't know if it was just where I was working in the wind and everything was covered in pollen up in this little section of Castro Valley called Palomares. Um, I was kind of up there in a hill, little area, lots of trees, not a lot of traffic, um, kind of secluded up there. And I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but God damn, did it, I just got my ass kicked with, um. Just stuffy nose and sneezing and sore throats and coughing. I'm still coughing. 
But uh, I don't feel like dog shit like I was. I was feeling cruddy. So, uh, but I finally got that job done. Got that job done on, on Monday. But I should have got it done last week at some point. But, you know, migraines, fucking feeling like shit. You know, it's just, you know, you got you to gotta stop. You got to take care of yourself. You can't, you know... I, I've noticed as I've gotten older, it's harder to plow through. I used to have no problem just plowing through. I don't feel good. Fuck it. I'm going to work anyway and just doing it, you know. But I think a couple things have happened. Between me just getting older and, and, and not being able to fight it off as easy as I used to, I think the pandemic sort of... Um, Knock some people down a peg as far as uh, how how they are conducting themselves when they are sick. Um, I know that a lot of folks would just plow through. I'm, I'm feeling like dog shit, but I'm going to go to work anyway. And of course, you uh, you risk the um, infecting everybody with whatever ick you got and spreading your fucking hiv to everyone else that's feeling sick. Or, you know, you're sick and, and you're going to spread it to everybody else because, you know, you can't take a day off. You need to fuck, you need that paycheck to be as fat as possible. You don't got no PTO. So um, you continue through, you know what I mean? I usually continue through. I don't work with anybody. I don't need to worry about getting anybody sick. I'm working by myself. It's all about if I'm going to feel like caca or not, you know? So, uh, but I think the pandemic... Kind of got people thinking a little bit differently about those kinds of things. If you're feeling shitty, stay home. Stay away from everybody so you don't infect everybody. And um, and that's and that's just the better way to do it, you know. Or wear a mask if you're feeling like shit. That's what they do in Asia. We make fun of them for wearing the mask. And then this shit hit and we're like, oh, hey, those, those, they, they were on it. They were fucking, you know, not a big deal. It's a good thing. Wear the mask if you're not feeling good, and hopefully you don't spread. Uh, so, yeah, I wanted to feel better because there were some shows that I wanted to go to. There were some rad things happening, uh, and not shows that I was performing on. These were shows that I wanted to witness. I wanted to go. I wanted to see these bands play. Um. Uh, first off, right out of the gate. So, uh, so like I said, I stayed home Thursday. And then I woke up Friday just feeling like dog shit too. But I was like, you know what? I got to fucking, I want to feel better because I want to go see my buddy's band play. Um, these This really cool band. My friend, uh, so back in the day, um, about, oh shit. What were we doing? What was that? 09, 010? Or 010. 09 or, or 2009, 2010, somewhere in there. I was playing in a band called Grace Alley, and I met this cat, Matt, my my good my good buddy Matt, uh, great songwriter. Just and he was you know the the sort of uh, the creative force in Grace Alley. He wrote most of the tunes, and then um, he uh, he dipped out. He dipped out. Not too long after I dipped out, um, and uh, and if you go back to the first fucking first few episodes of the podcast, which in fact 
I am uh, kind of starting to archive. I might, um, I might be able to. It's a daunting task. This is a total sidebar. Daunting task on um, being able to maybe upload all of the Sean Boyle's podcasts onto the YouTube. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be a video. Obviously, because I'm not filming myself, but it would be a uh, basically a video of um, a screenshot recording of my phone recording an episode of the podcast, so that I can have it, so I can upload it. Um, it's kind of a little workaround uh, my man Willis came up with. Um, I started doing it. I got about five episodes in. And the first five episodes of the Sean Boyles podcast, if you guys have been with me that whole time, it's me explaining my musical history and how I got into comedy. So I start off, you know, every band I've done up until now and how I got into comedy. So uh, one of those episodes, I talk about this band, Grace Alley. And, uh, you know, I was only in that band for about eight months, but did a lot of uh, touring and uh, uh, up and down the coast, no, nothing crazy. Uh, but, uh, you know, a lot of shows out of town, a lot of getting in the van. And, you know, I always say when you get in a van with a bunch of guys, you have this bond. Um, however, one of the guys became more difficult than it was willing to, than I was willing to deal with. So uh, I had to walk. But, if you listen to that episode, you get all the nuts and bolts of what happened with Grace Alley. Anyway, my man Matt has a new band called No Lights. And they're really cool. They sound like this. This is off of their uh, first like demo kind of thing they did. That's my man Matt singing and playing guitar. I just, I really dig it. I think it's really cool stuff. Um, it's kind of got a grungy kind of vibe to it. Um, sort of, um, I don't know, Sonic Youthy in a way. Um, I don't know. I just really dig what they're doing. Um, they got, I think. So there's that. That's not available on on uh, anywhere online, I don't think. Um, it was, though, at one time, because that's how I downloaded it. Anyway, um, they also got uh, two little EPs that sort of came out, like a kind of a part one and a part two, and they just released a brand new record. Um, so go check out No Lights. Um, they've sort of dialed in their sound. It's a little sort of um, lo-fi, kind of uh, subdued a little bit. Not as uh, bombastic as that that I just played, but um, there's still a little bit of that in there. You know what I mean? Uh, My man fucking Ian Miller plays bass. He's the bass player for Kowloon Walled City, Uh, although he did say that he is uh, stepping down from this band. And, And our man Danimal is on drums. 
in. Uh, he was the drummer. He's also the drummer in Kowloon Walled City, as well as was the drummer for uh, 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 Early Graves. Uh, my man Matt is was also the bass player for Early Graves. So just a bunch of guys uh, that have known each other for a long time that are playing together and trying to do some new stuff. Uh, on second guitar is uh, this cat, uh, Israel, and uh, he's just the old East Bay fucking hardcore guy that's been in a bunch of bands. So uh, just, a, just a good group, good group of guys doing some really cool music. I wanted to go support my man. Uh, it was sort of funny. Uh, so this show was at the Kilowatt. I haven't been to the Kilowatt in a long, long time in San Francisco. Um, they're, they're, they're back open. They're doing tons of shows. Um, so bands are playing there a lot. I would assume I would be going there more often now. Um, they're kind of doing a, you know, play on the house gear kind of thing, which, you know, yeah, I can give or take. Uh, but, uh, the sound was good. Fucking, you know, they played well. Uh, my man, Matt's a, um, Matt's a firefighter and, um, I was, uh, I was tempted to tell him my story of, uh, almost getting into a fight with some Hayward firefighters, but, uh, he had a lot of his firefighter friends there <laughs> and, um, I hate to say anything disparaging about my friend Matt's friends. Because I know how he feels about these guys. Because these are the guys he, he fucking climbs on a ladder with, you know. And, uh, you know, he'll do anything for these guys. But these guys are not used to attention not being on them. Because <clears throat> as Matt was playing, these guys are dancing around all silly and fucking with each other. And uh, hardly fucking giving anything to the band. Just in their own little thing in the front of the stage, you know, putting on a show for themselves. And um, I don't know. I just felt there was a little. Uh, I mean, I know they're there to support their boy, but the way they were carrying on, it almost felt like they were there to, you know, hey, look at us. We're cool guys. And none of them are fucking cool. They were all fucking dorks. But anyway. Uh, sorry to say, but that's my dude, Matt. I love the guy. He came to my wedding. In fact, I had to break the news to him that I'm, uh, getting a divorce. And he was like, oh man, he's like, I was at your wedding. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I think that was the last time I saw him, which I felt bad about too. But you know, the Rona happened and the pandemic and everything. So, so, uh, I got it together to go to that show. I was feeling, you know, at least good enough. To uh to to go and hang out, uh, uh saw some other friends there too, which was cool. Uh, the next day, uh, Saturday, fucking worked all day, got a shit ton of work done. I was like, I gotta get this thing done. I gotta get fucking to a point where I can button this thing up, and I just fucking worked my ass off all day Saturday. Uh, but I had a plan. I wanted to go to another show. Wanted to go see my man Mecca One. Willis Rosenthal, a.k.a. Billy, a.k.a. fucking every nickname in the world. Um, This is my dude in Hazards, um, my bass player in Hazards, also a singer from Insolence. I've known Billy for fucking 25 years. Billy's mom listens to the podcast. Hi, Mama Billy. Um, 
Mary's been fucking uh, a huge supporter of the podcast, and I thank her very much for uh, for listening. Uh, but I went to go see my man play in Drunken Starfighter, which is his uh, his reggae band. And um, going into the show, I realized earlier in the week I was talking with somebody else. I was talking with my buddy Mike, who used to be in Lickestow with me. And uh, uh, he was asking me about hazards and what we were doing because, you know, I told him that we were getting ready to record. And, you know, we had to get, in, you know, the singer left. And so uh, Billy's redoing all the vocals and he's fucking killing it. And he's like, oh, yeah, Billy should do that, do a great job of doing the vocals. I go, dude, this guy's a fucking a savant when it comes to vocals. Like, his range, and not, I'm not talking about his vocal range, like his, his pitch range, like to fucking hit the super lows and the super highs. I'm not talking that kind of range. I'm talking stylistic range. The different shit that he can do with his voice is pretty amazing to me. And it kind of hit me this week. Um, thinking about what he's doing with Hazards. Thinking about what he did with in- in Insolence all those years. He he sang, he screamed, and he would rap like fucking hoodie backpack, b-boy fucking golden era fucking hip-hop. You know, just masterfully with good lyrics he can sing like sing sing like like not to just fucking kind of carry a tune he can fucking sing and then be it that insolence fucked with reggae shit you know he would you know he can do that fucking reggae accented you know uh you know the the puntois uh what is it um fucking puntois no that doesn't sound right Patois, patois, the patois accent, reggae fucking voice. He can do that, and he does that in Drunken Starfighter. Girl, you look so smart every time you pass in your camouflage. I gotta say, link up as I would say. I said we have been link up one day. I tell you, she's a revolutionary baby. I tell you, she's a better truth crusader. I said, we my man, just he don't fuck around, man. So, um, this fan's amazing. I gotta say, they're absolutely amazing. I was blown away. I went and saw him at this place called uh, the Art Boutique. Um, in uh, in San Jose, and um, I, I I so again going back to uh, if you listen to the early part of the of the beginnings of these podcasts, and um, I talked about a band called Justify that I was in that was uh, which I called a a white boy reggae band because they were from Livermore, and they were all white boys and they were doing ska reggae. And uh, I joined them to help them out record a record. Uh, I told them I would learn their songs, re- you know, do a record, and I'd get out. Well, I ended up staying in the band for like three years. 
good friends, good guys. But we played with Drunken Starfighter way back then. This is about the same time I was doing Grace Alley. It was like, you know, 08, 09. There was some crossover from when I was still doing all-time highs. And I started doing uh, the reggae band. And I was doing, uh, well, all-time highs had, uh, had finished when I started doing Grace Alley. Um, I think I started doing the reggae band, but all time highs wasn't done yet. So when I joined Grace Alley, I was already doing the reggae band. And then when Grace Alley was done, I was still doing the reggae band. And then I joined six, six, seven. So it was a weird sort of, you know, crossover of in one band while I'm still in the, anyway, uh, but we, uh, Justify had played with Drunken Starfighter a couple of times. And I was telling Billy, I was like, dude, we played with you guys way back when. I go, uh, you know, I told him, you know, I said, because Joey, the guitar player in Hazards, his cousin was playing bass in Drunken Starfighter at the time. And I said, Joey's cousin was playing bass for you. He's like, oh my God. He's like, that's so long ago. He's like, that's like the first couple years that the band was going. You know what I mean? So they've definitely evolved. Billy has been the only like original member, and he's wrote most of the music, I think, the whole time. All the lyrics. It's pretty it's his band. It's his, his little brainchild. So uh they've uh evolved into this really cool original sounding reggae band with um communist twinged lyrics. <laughs> And uh, and it's fucking great. It was amazing. Uh, his voice was fucked because he had also been sick. He got sick about the same time I did. And um, his voice was trashed. And But he sounded fine. He sounded a little froggy. But it just sounded like he had a little gruff, a little bit more gruff in his voice than normal. But he kept apologizing. And I told him after, I said, dude, never tell the people that you got something going on wrong. Let's just do the just do the best you can. Nobody's gonna know, you know, and they in they're um they don't have a keyboard player right now. So they were making, you know, oh well, you know, our, we don't have a keyboard player right now, and you know, my voice is messed up. Don't tell anybody a goddamn thing. Most of the people have have never seen you before, and nobody's fucking they're none the wiser. Just do your shit the best you can. People are having a good time, they're dancing. And if they know your shit, then they're going to hear a different version of the song because there may be a couple parts missing. Big fucking deal. Not a big deal. But when you're inside the band, I know what that feels like. When, when you know what it's supposed to sound like and it's not sounding like that and you feel like, ah, I, I got to let them know. You really don't got to let them know. Just fuck them. Just do your shit. Play your, sh- play your little songs. Have fun. And, um, and they were great. Um, it was the first show with uh, his uh, his partner, uh, Mancy, who's the other singer. And uh, she does, you know, she sings a couple, one, one or two songs solo, but she basically uh, backs him up. And I told her, I said, let's not think about this as you back him up. How about you guys are both the singers for this band, you know? And your vocal parts are just as, as important as his vocal parts, you know what I mean? So uh, it's really just really really cool. I, I I got a huge respect for uh, my man and what he's doing with Drunken Starfighter, and they're getting some really good gigs too. So uh, stoked on that for them. Um, and uh, so that was Saturday night. 
Sunday, I'd been looking forward to this show for months. And I was fucking kind of feeling a little weird about it because I have this job. This show was going to be on during the day. And I was a little worried that I wasn't going to be able to make the show because I was going to have to work and get the work done. I said, fuck it. I'm going to work a half day. And then I'm going to fucking head over to this show. And everything was going to planned until about halfway through the workday, I look over and there's a giant puddle of water underneath my van. The van is leaking water. And I'm like, no, no. What the fuck, dude? What are we going to do now? Looking in the radiator, I'm checking the level of the water. It looks, it's low. I just filled up a bunch of jugs and I just filled it up. And I was just like, fuck, I don't want to drive this thing if it's leaking water. I, I got to go to that show. What the fuck am I going to do? So I go home, I change my clothes. I don't want to drive it too far, I want to just stay in town. So I figure, you know what? I'll take Bart. I'll just drive over to Bart. I'll take Bart to this show. I might have to walk a little bit. God damn it, did I have to walk. I had a fucking hike pretty goddamn far from where Bart was to where the show was. But it was well worth it to go see my very, very favorite thrash metal band from here from the bay area they're my favorite thrash metal band no matter what but they just happen to be from the bay area celebrating the 35 anniversary of their very first record release eternal nightmare the mighty mighty violence They opened up with this song, the first song, title track, Eternal Nightmare, and they played this album in its entirety, in its entirety, in the running order. Oh, you have no idea. I. I got a little emotional. I don't know why. This is the fucking most haymaker violent shit. And I got a little fucking... I got a little choked up. Um, so they played this record in its entirety. Like I said, celebrating 35 years of since its release. Uh, they had played... Uh, at the end of last summer... And um, they had played in downtown Oakland. There was a space in this lot they set up. And it was rad. It was cool. Um, 
the crowd seemed a little eh. I mean, they played a full set and they played fucking every song that you would want them to play. Uh, but the pit was, um, I just remember last time the pit just being kind of weak. Like it whip around for a minute and then it would just kind of slow down. You're like, oh shit, fools are tired. Um, I don't know if it was the way it was set up or, you know, it was in a bigger spot. Uh, this spot in uh, in Jack London Square or just outside of Jack London Square on uh, on third and um, oh what was it? it's not clay third and uh, they blocked off the street the side street ah fuck I forget what what the, it's not Martin Luther King it's just one street uh, on north anyway um it was a smaller area, but I don't know if that had anything to do with it or or there was just a, 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 a different breed of people there. This fucking pit whipped all fucking night while violence was on. Every fucking song, that shit whipped and whipped hard. And now a thrash metal pit is different than a hardcore pit. There's not as much violence as far as uh, bodies hitting bodies. But I gotta say, it seemed like there was just, it seemed like there was more movement with this. I mean, just that the fucking pit was just whipping the whole time. And, 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 he, and, you know, in parts that are not like very moshy parts, but the parts that were super moshy that fucking just opened up even more. And people were fucking stage. You know, there was not much stage diving. It was you couldn't get onto the stage, but um, you know, people were still crowd surfing and fucking. And the crazy thing was, the amount of young people. There was youngsters there, with fucking their battle vests and patches and fucking old t-shirts and just like, it was you know, it was just it was like back in the day. It was fucking beautiful. It was a beautiful day celebrating this pinnacle. One of my one of my it's my favorite thrash metal record, and um, and to see him just fucking throw down and sound really really good. Uh, I I'd have to say the guitars were actually too loud. Um, at, at, at a couple of points where it just kind of felt like a little overblown and like, you know, um, but everyone was really happy with the sound. I thought it was a little, uh, it was a little blown out, but I forgot to bring my goddamn earplugs. So I basically got pummeled with sound, um, a lot differently than I ever get hit with sound. I mean, I always have earplugs in at shows and I just, I forgot them. So I was hearing it a little differently than I'm used to hearing it. So maybe that had something to do with it, but they played that whole first record and they played about five more songs, uh, a couple songs off their brand new EP that came out last year. And, um, and about three songs off of, uh, the next, the, uh, their second record, uh, oppressing the masses. So, uh, but man, fucking great. It was nice to be out there, but then I had to walk back to Bart. And then uh, I ended up getting my steps for the day. 
Clocked in at 11,000 steps. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, I got, I, I, I felt uh, a couple times when they are talking in between songs about, you know, you know, the scene and, you know, being proud to be from here and this is where it all started, and, you know. And every time I hear these bands kind of talk about that shit, it does, it hits me because this is home. This is where this shit is. You know what I mean? That's, you know, and these are the bands that I looked up to because I was the younger kid going to see these bands when they were fucking in their prime. You know what I mean? Like they're, you know, one or two albums deep and they're just fucking tearing shit up, you know, uh, between the stone and the Omni and, uh, I don't know, man. It was just fucking cool. It was really, really cool, and I was stoked to see them, and um, it was a nice sort of uh, cap to the weekend. And then I had to figure out how the fuck am I going to uh, get my van fixed because I'm, you know, I shouldn't be driving it. So um, I was able to have a mechanic actually come today, and he, um, it was the water pump. The water pump was leaking. He swapped it out. Cost me only a couple hundred bucks. My man won. God damn, this dude is badass. And he's also going to take care of uh, my other car for me. So, uh, we'll talk about that next week. We'll see what happens. Oh, excuse me. We'll see what happens this week with that. Uh, but yeah, the, um, I was, uh, you know, driving around with a jug of water and, and checking it and, and seeing how much is leaking out and filling it up and, uh, it never overheated. It never got weird. It never fucking... But I had rehearsal last night, and I wasn't going to try and fucking drive the van all the way to San Jose from where I live in Castro Valley. So I um, was able to borrow my mom's car. So I drove to my mom's and just took her car to San Jose and back. She was super worried about if I'm going to mess up her car or if something's going to happen and be careful the, the potholes and this car is a lot lower to the ground than you're used to. And like, I've never driven a fucking car before, you know, like, you know, like, you know, well, this car, you know, I've had it for so long and, you know, <coughs> calm down, mom. No, she's, uh, you know, she's listening. Um, but I got her car back to her without a scratch. And, uh, man, I got my van fixed today. So, uh, so, hey, 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 um, let's, uh, you want to do the reaction? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Dirties of all ages. Uh, every week I try to um, uh, try to react to a song on the Billboard Hot 100. Me being a longtime lover and and listener of that heavy metal stuff, it's uh, it's interesting for me to check out what's on the pop charts because hey, you know. Uh, let's check it out and see what's going on over there. Cause I'm going to laugh at it. Uh, I got a, I, uh, shout out to fucking, uh, Morgan Wallen for having the number one song in the country for fucking 12 weeks in a row now. 
Um, we haven't been able to do a number one in a long time, and it's because his ass is just sitting there, big pimping on the top of the charts with a song called, what's the song called? Last Night. Well, I think we reviewed it. We reacted to it. Uh, so this is down a bit. It's a new entry to the chart, but it's entering at like 16 or 17 or something like that. Uh, this is an artist named Gunna. <laughs> Hold on, Gunna. Don't get ready yet. Uh, Gunna. G-U-N-N-A. And this song is called Fuck You Mean. F-U-K-U-M-E-A-N. Fuck You Mean. Um... Which I would assume is, uh, like, what the fuck do you mean? Fuck you mean. Anyway, let's check out Gunna. <sighs> At least there's a little something different happening with those 808 highs. <laughs> So we started with the hook. Is that what happened? Young girl don't wanna they working my nerves. I'm about to pull some sir. Fucking this bitch like a purse. Smack on the back of a purse. Ice the bird. Shit, you know all you little turds. So I guess this is gonna keep going, huh? This kind of shit. Let's see how much you can earn. Why me go be like the worm? And I ain't smoking no shirt. I'm gonna be peeling. QP, QP ski. I love my bitches, it's pretty. They showing their titties, it's up to the ceiling. I let her run through a million. I rock with a really, let's fuck on a billion. I'm gonna get down to the gritty, then fuck up the city, the home of the villains. SSC wanna fulfill it. Smoke out the pound when I'm chilling. This is fucking awful. Absolutely fucking shit. I can't. I can't. Fortunately, it's like a fucking two minute long song, but. So I guess the. the we're not getting away from this fucking mumble shit. <laughs> what I mean is, as soon as I said that, I said fucking me. I mean your shit is fucking whack. Fucking come up with some new shit. Stop trying to be the same old shit that you've been doing for fucking years and years. Let's just get away from that. Stop it. Stop it. No more. Don't mumble anymore. And don't do that cadence anymore. That cadence is now forbidden. Like I have any authority on anything. Stop doing that cadence. I'm licking my balls and licking my ass. Running around in the, with no ass. And then the hem and the hem. He did the head did the hoodoo. Boo did the boo did the boo. And then the hem and the Fucking, we've been hearing fucking OG MCs making fun of this shit for years already. Let's just stop it. Stop it. It just sounds lazy. It sounds lazy. And you're saying the same shit that everybody else is saying. Talking about how fly your bitches are. 
talking about how much drugs you're doing, talking about fucking, just stop it. Just stop it. Fuck you mean? I mean your shit's whack. Be original. Stop copying people. Stop copying people. Stop copying people. Be your own fucking artist. Be original. Back in the day, we didn't want to sound like anybody else. You wanted to come up with something original. You didn't want anybody to say, oh, hey, that sounds like so-and-so. No, fuck you. This sounds like us. I don't want to sound like that. You want to be, you want to do your own thing. But these fucking assholes, the fucking, this, the whole, this whole SoundCloud fucking rap era, all those guys fucking named Lil something, and they're mumbling, and their braids, and their jewels in their face, and face tattoos, and they're just copying each other to the point where they're all the fucking same. And it's awful. It's terrible. I don't like it. <sighs> Fuck all fuckers. Um, let me shout out my man. Um, I I I'm gonna get. So I was listening to this podcast, and uh, I was interested in the, uh, the the guest that they had on this podcast. Uh, so I was uh, listening to uh, Hawk versus Wolf, which is uh, Jason Ellis and Tony Hawk. Um, their little podcast that they do, and you know, nine times out of ten, they're talking about skating and skateboarders, and uh, and it's just kind of cool. Even though I don't skate, I'm a fan. And, um, and, you know, Tony Hawk broke his fucking leg last year and he's been fighting through that and he fucking was in the X X games here just last past week and he pulled off a fucking McTwist or some shit like that or a 540 fucking, he did some shit that he did the trick that he broke his leg on and he pulled that shit off in the X games, uh, uh, just last week. And um, so this week's guest I thought was very interesting because they had Lil Wayne on. Speaking of Lil's, he started the Lil thing. God damn it, Wayne. Anyway, uh, (laughs) Lil Wayne was on. And Lil Wayne is a real true skater. I did not know this. I've seen him on stage with a guitar and been like, what the fuck are you doing? And I have seen him actually with a skateboard and I thought, ah, he's just, you know, being cool and have, trying to have an aesthetic. But apparently uh, he told the story and it was, you know, listen to the episode just here instead of hearing my fucking secondhand information on it. But I just thought it was really cool that he happened to catch it, you know, it was on and he... Couldn't he couldn't change the channel or didn't want to change the channel? He just kept watching this these skate videos over and over again, and he just got enamored by it. And uh, he was already fucking you know a big time artist, and he's got money to throw around. He's like, I want to do that. I want to let's build a ramp. You know, <laughs> fucking he built a quarter pipe on like the roof of his place or some shit like that, and then. And then moves shit to a warehouse and he fucking starts talking with a guy and he's, I want to learn how to do that. I want to do this. I want to, 
You know, oh, you want to be a vert ramp? Well, he's like, I don't know, but I want to do that. Well, that's ski, that's street style, you know. So he went through the whole gamut, and like, and now it's been like ten years. And apparently, when he tours, he hits spots at fucking three, four in the morning after the show, and skates until fucking noon. Wherever he's touring, he's got a spot that he wants to skate. Sometimes it's a famous spot that, like, the all local guys, and, you know, it's a world-renowned spot. He's all, I wanted to skate this because I saw it in your game, Tony. He told Tony Hawk he wanted to skate this one spot because he saw it in the video game, and he got to skate it. And apparently the dude's good. And he'll try for hours fucking trying to do a trick like, like a real fucking skater. Not, he doesn't fuck around. He just goes for it. He tries to do it. Tries to, you know, he's been hurt. He gets hurt. He fucking, you know, he said he busted up his face and had to get stitches, but he didn't want to wear a bandage because he didn't like the way it looked. So he told his audience, hey, I'm going to start bleeding. I had a skateboard accident and I'm going to fuck, you know, I'm going to start bleeding halfway through this set. So, you know, so a uh, shout out to fucking Lil Wayne and, um, uh, for being a fucking skater. I had no idea. I don't think he can play the guitar though. I'm still I'm not on board with this fucking fake ass guitar playing that he's doing. <laughs> but uh, but hats off to him for uh for fucking um and and hey, if Tony Hawk welcomes you into the tribe of skateboarding, I mean, it's hard to say that you ain't a skateboarder, you know what I mean? Like he was like, dude, he's like, you're doing it. He's like, your mindset is that of a skater. And the cool thing was Wayne was talking about the community. He said he's never been in anything like it before. He never, he he, he didn't understand it until he was in it. And he never felt it with any other thing that he does. Um, Just the, the community of skateboarding and how, uh, you know, how everyone, you know, it is a true community where everyone helps out it's DIY and fucking everyone supports everybody and and just he's all just that that unity he's like I've never I've never seen anything like it and I'm glad that I'm in it I'm glad that I found it and so for that I was like fuck yeah dude good 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 uh so shout out little Wayne for um uh, for skateboarding uh, I think we're at the end, ladies and gentlemen. I think we're at the end. Please do me a favor and rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend. Um, I don't know what the f- so I complained. Well, I didn't complain. I uh, yeah, maybe I complained. I made notes that my listenership was down last episode. Uh, where I was clocking in around 30 listens an episode. Uh, it dipped back down to 20. Not a big deal, whatever. I don't know what happened. Somebody must have left their fucking phone on on repeat or something. But the last episode got 70 downloads or 70 listens. Somebody did something goofy. <laughs> Let that shit play over and over again. But um, I would love to think that uh, I have a huge uptick in listeners. That would be amazing. Um, 
And I thank you if that is the case. We'll see if this uh, next episode clocks in as in in uh, as many. Uh, but thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, but yeah, spread the word. I'm just goofing around, having fun, talking shit. I know a thing or two about a thing or two. And, uh, you know, like <laughs> I was talking to Billy and he was just like, you know, he's like, yeah, you know, my mom really likes your podcast. And, and you know, he's all, it's not too heavy, you know. He's all, you, you, and you're gonna, you know, you're not gonna get into anything heavy. I go, no, I got, I'm too stupid. You know, I'm, I'm gonna be, the, I'll be the first one to tell you, I shouldn't be talking about this because I don't know enough about it. I'm too dumb. Um, so maybe that's what it, you know, maybe that's my appeal. I'm fucking not smart enough to fucking get too deep into anything, and um, and you know that it is gonna be completely opinionated, uh, and maybe not researched very well. <laughs> Earworm of the week this week. <coughs> oh boy! Speaking of Bay Area, um, this was probably out of the hits that this band had. This is probably the lesser of those string of hits that this, these guys had, and it was probably like the last one before they sort of uh, faded away and disappeared, and we didn't hear about them until they start doing. Uh, county fair circuits uh but nonetheless um this song was stuck in my head for uh for a, a good few days uh and i don't know why it might have came up in the shuffle while i'm working i don't know but uh this week's earworm of the week is uh a little song called when you close your eyes by the mighty, mighty Night Ranger. <laughs> How about that, huh? All right, folks. Uh, be good. Keep it dirty. And I'll see you dick knuckles next week.
fuck Staten Avenue and fuck Ace Freely. Brought to you by Blowout Productions.